Hello and welcome to Motive Insights, the Motive Partners podcast where we live and breathe the next generation of financial technology. back to Motive Insights. We have a treat for you. Just earlier on this week, we made a big milestone announcement for Motive Partners. We announced that Jeff Yabuki, the former CEO of Fiserv, joins Motive Partners as chairman and founding partner. And today we're joined by Jeff and by our own founder and managing partner, Rob Haver. And I'm going to get out of the way very quickly because I'm standing in between you and a good time. Rob, over to you. Thank you very much, Sam. And Jeff, welcome. And I mean that literally, welcome. It's a tremendous amount of excitement that sits within me here. Uh, there are a couple of things in Motive that I call tipping points where you do things. One of, for example, was the fact that we decided to join and start this initiative. The second one is this notion of having amazing LPs join us, investing in very powerful companies that have delivered for us and that are continuing to be the future of fintech. And then there are these sort of like super moments. So one was, for example, the fact that Apollo decides to partner with us. And I think this is a super moment, Jeff. And I'm thrilled. And there's a couple of reasons for that. First and foremost, I think you have single-handed with your team, of course, been for me a role model. A role model of not only somebody who can see around the corner and who can predict what potentially could happen or I remember 10 years ago, you stood on stage and you talked about the future of banking and you had these big crates and then the crate went away and it was just a cell phone. So it was very powerful. So I've been a big fan and I'm as thrilled to be your colleague. So maybe before we get started, you spend a few minutes on what drove you to become my partner. Actually, we were going to co-lead this firm. And I think your history, but more importantly, your energy for the future made me become sort of super excited about this. So maybe you want to return the favor here. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Rob. Very kind words. Thank you, Sam, for hosting this. I couldn't be more excited to be here. And now that I know that this is a super moment, I'm even more excited about it. But in all seriousness, the opportunity, Rob, to come in and I would say our own relationship evolving from, you know, originally meeting each other in the industry probably a decade ago, and then forming a business colleague relationship and a friendship, which was very important to me. And, and now to have an opportunity to be your partner and to work with the fantastic people that you have assembled at Motive. And we should note for the listeners that we aren't done yet. And we're always looking for amazing people who want to do amazing things. So it's a fantastic honor and thrill to be here and to work in an environment where passion is the keystone and results follow that. So it's just great to be here. Thanks so much. Yeah, Jeff. Awesome. So maybe on that note, let's talk about fintech. As again, I think you've been a pioneer leader. You've built for the audience so that they know this, the most successful fintech company in the world. And I just saw IDC put the firm you led for a very long time, number one. Take me through your perspective on the future, history and future of fintech. And which inning are we if we're American friends, we could use baseball analogies. So talk to me a bit about that, if you don't mind. No, that's great. And thank you for picking an American sports analogy that I'll understand. Otherwise, I'd have egg in my face, I'm sure, as I tried to create the right analogies. And clearly, Rob, you having built Capco, an amazing consulting firm serving the sophisticated financial services industry and then becoming part of FIS, you've spent your career in fintech before it was fintech. And you've been kind enough to put me in some sense of that early beginning. And I appreciate that. You know, I spent about 15 years at Fiserv and had the opportunity to 
really create an organization to unlock the potential and passion of people by focusing on what we thought would be a better tomorrow. And that tomorrow was really how do you deliver services to people in a time of digital transformation, even though back in 2005, when I started, we weren't talking about digital transformation. One of the things that I like to talk about from a point of demarcation is the pre-iPhone era and the post-iPhone era. And if you think back to how things were in 2006 and prior, right, just so different than how they are now. And the fintech space itself is, I think, going through a transformation that is going to absolutely dwarf what we've seen over the last decade. Over the next three to five years, we're going to see so much change and the pandemic has clearly accelerated that. But even with all of that and the billions, if not trillions of dollars of value that's being created and the entrepreneurs, it feels like every day there's a hundred new super smart people going into the space. I would say we're still I guess we're in the first inning or maybe the top of the second at the most, but even that at times can really underemphasize what's going on because we're still way away from the, you used the word tipping point earlier or catching the wave. And we're going to see that catch over the next, again, three to five years. And we're going to see opportunities abound for those firms and those people who see it can capture it and bring the right tools to make sure that success occurs for all the key constituents. Did you know Motive Partners has a weekly newsletter? It's called Motive Insights. It comes out every Sunday morning and it's packed with everything you need to know about financial technology from our team of experts. You can subscribe at motivepartners.com. So Jeff, we spent a lot of time together in the last couple of months leading up to your decision. And I think it's a great decision that you decided to, to join us. But more importantly, I think when we ended up talking a lot about the future and whiteboarding and the true north and so on, you're very passionate about data and you're very passionate about what that means. So in that context, take me through a bit where your thinking is going on the future of data and how you see us being better positioned. And that's sort of the second element of that versus the traditional private equity firms when it comes to making those decisions to invest. Yeah, that's great, Rob. Thanks. And by the way, I mean, it has been, even in only being here for a week, it's been a fantastic week and having an opportunity to meet your partners, now our partners and the associates in the firm. I mean, the energy and the commitment and the passion to do special things and to have incredible impact and to move the world forward. It's one of the common threads and I think an incredibly powerful part of the culture. And that'll be critically important as we're driving through this digital transformation. And you referenced data. I couldn't be more excited about the opportunities around data. I mean, we've all, as an industry, as you know, Rob, because you probably were one of the early pioneers talking about data with clients. And we're at a time where computing power is catching up and is maybe caught up to the potential that exists in taking large pools of structured and unstructured data and creating actionable insights to creating algorithms that allow us to better serve the end customers, whether they be consumers or small businesses or enterprise businesses or anything in the middle, we have this incredible opportunity to go serve them. 
And I think one of the interesting things, as much as we talk about fintech, as much as it's in the vernacular of the world, I knew fintech had made it when 60 Minutes five years ago did a special on fintech. Like that had become the vernacular in the US and around the world. But fintech has been very much focused on technology, as it should, financial technology. But the data and the underlying bits of the technology themselves are what makes it so special. And as much as we're in the very early innings of the technology itself, Rob, I'd love to hear your perspective. I don't even think the game has started as it relates to the data. And at Motive, right, we have an incredible opportunity to not just differentiate, not just be famous for how we innovate technology, but to be complementary equally famous for how we innovate against the data and bring it together to allow everyone to achieve their end results and their objectives. But what's your take on that, Rob? I completely agree. And this comes back to a bit, I know it is because we talked about it a lot together, is the reason why you decided to become my partner here, because you saw that the two Cs, the context being financial technology, data as part of it, And then the conviction that there is such a belief in the future that basically we're going to live our lives and the way we interact with the financial elements of our life, which is everything, by the way, underpins, is going to be very different. And the infrastructure is not ready for it. And the opportunity is boundless. At the same time, the legacy world, which you have had an opportunity to transform and has a vie from a different vantage point, those two coming together and then willing to create a platform where the reason why we make investments, and this is something you actually said when the second time we were debating about how we can make motive better with you becoming our chairman and my co-partner is this notion of really understanding, but also this ability to see, okay, this is the art of the possible. So this is the notion where you can look at what the promise of data is to your point and where you can say, okay, we can do better credit. We can get credit to actually underbank because that brings me to the other topic you and I are share a passion where we can also do a lot of good. And I, I believe that, we believe, I think, is the notion that technology can democratize this notion that we can bring people into the economy and we can provide credit and we can go to people that normally have no access. And, and we've done some great stuff there already. And what you do personally in that world sort of excites me. So maybe you want to spend a few seconds on how you feel about that. But I think technology is so core. I agree completely. And fintech, the great mission, the grand purpose of fintech is, to your point, the great democratization of financial services. I think one of the most prevalent examples right now is what's happened in the trading of stock. Right? It used to be that you would have had to pay a commission of $150 or $200 to make a stock trade, and you had to buy an even lot of shares. And today you can buy one share of any stock for free. And that's just one example of that democratization. One of the things that I talk about is this growing digitocracy, right? This generation of people who are incredibly facile with technology, incredibly facile with their digital devices. And that, when you pair it with the great democratization that's happening in fintech, you have an entire generation that operates differently and is going to expect different things from its institutions. And you also have a generation that cares deeply about doing good, about doing well by achieving things that are better for society. And you and I share 
as does everyone else in the firm, this desire to do good, whether it's in our personal pursuits or in our business pursuits. And we will do things because you've committed to it and the team is excited to do it. That is about bringing financial education and bringing financial technology to those that may not have had opportunities to do it by creating scaled innovation that on one hand can create profit, but is much more focused on doing good to do well. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe that brings me to sort of the final raison d'etre of motive is this notion of really understanding all participants and being able to be a better investor because we do. And the two are not different worlds. I think you can build an amazing technology to help support entrepreneurs acquire businesses, transform them, put new management in, put new tech in, innovate them. And at the same time, make sure that that's part of the democratization that's happening. Because it's also, in my opinion, the only way to create alpha in this space is to really be able to have a true north. And we have that, and I'd love to hear your view. We have that where we think banking and payments are going, where capital markets are going, where wealth management, and they're all interconnected. And this brings me to this so-called ecosystem. And first of all, I'm very excited to work with you as a person. And at the same time, I think your ability to take a relatively small company and put it at scale is something that we can learn from. And taking this to the investors' worlds with that same kind of rigor and vision is very powerful. Directionally, where would you like to take the firm in, in your leadership position? It's a great question, Rob. And as you know, in a very short period of time, at least what I've heard from the people that I know, Motive has created a brand that is different and special and is based on innovation. And I know part of the purpose is to deliver on the promise of innovation, to deliver on the ability to help entrepreneurs, to help innovators and operators to be the best versions of themselves. And, and Motive have done a great job so far. And doing all of that, of course, leads to our aspiration of excellent returns for investors. And I hope to be a part of that. And I think part of the value that I will aspire to bring to Motive is the idea of trend spotting. Where are we going specifically in the, the banking and payments, more of the core of fintech, where I've spent the better part of the last couple of decades focused? The ability to drive innovation at scale and not just to think about innovation as technology. Innovation is the idea of improving process. And whether that be technology, whether that be in financial reporting, whether it be in sales, whether it be in go-to-market strategy, product management, whatever it may be. And we have this unique opportunity to build on this platform of being already famous for bringing a special sauce of innovation to bear and doing it in an excellent way, I think we can scale that model. One of the things that I've spent time thinking about over the years, there are words like innovation. There are words like strategy that mean something different to everyone. And I, I love Tarver's in one of our earlier discussions this week saying, well, I did all of my analysis and I, I ran it through technology and I came up with the idea that the definition of innovation is the process of change. And, and I can get on board with that to the extent that we can talk about that and have us all know what that means. That's great. I've defined strategy for me as the allocation of scarce resources, right? But for resource scarcity, you wouldn't actually need strategy. And so for us, I'm hopeful that I will be able to help us make good capital allocation decisions. And capital is both human and financial, right? And so the ability to work with you, 
you have an incredible track record of being able to see things that others can't to work with you. Hopefully, I'll be able to do some of that trend spotting as well and bring it together so that we are ultimately known as the place that gets the first call for any operator, any innovator, any entrepreneur. If they want the best support, financial, technology, process innovation, they're calling Motive. Motive Partners is the place that they want to be. And if we do that, we'll be awfully successful. And to close off this amazing interview, because of you deciding to become my partner, what you just described has become a bit more reality. It is because I do believe, you know, you had a tremendous amount of choices and I, I liked your welcoming email to your network saying you decided to tick all your boxes. So I'm, I'm thrilled and excited to lead this firm of you and, and thank you for your time, Jeff. And thanks to the audience for listening uh, to both of us. Huh? Absolutely. Look, I share all the same thanks and we're going to do our best to deliver great results, have fun along the way and do good to do well. Absolutely. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for your time and insights. And thank you very much for tuning in. I'm Sam. See you next time. The information contained in this podcast is intended for discussion purposes only. It is not a recommendation, offer, or solicitation for the purchase or sale of a security or any services of motive partners. All investing involves risk, and there is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. The views and opinions expressed in the podcast are as of the date of recording, reflect the views and opinions of the persons expressing them, and do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of motive partners. Motive partners makes no representations or warranties as to the accuracy, reliability, or completeness of any information provided, and undertakes no obligation to update, amend, or clarify the information in the podcast, whether as a result of new information, future events, or otherwise. Any securities, transactions, or holdings discussed may not represent investments made by motive partners. It should not be assumed that securities, transactions, or holdings discussed, if any, were or will be profitable, or that the recommendations or decisions made in the future will be similar, or will equal the performance of the securities, transactions, or holdings discussed herein. This podcast may contain forward-looking statements that are based on beliefs, assumptions, current expectations, estimates, and predictions about the financial industry the economy, motive partners or motive partners investments. Nothing in the podcast should be construed or relied upon as investment, legal, accounting, tax or other professional advice or in connection with any offer or sale of securities.